What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Soul Therapy, the podcast, Show Me the Money 10 edition. I'm Daniel. Daytona. Today, we'll cover the team disc battle. As usual, please subscribe to our podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, for more content, please go and follow our socials at soul underscore therapy. And also, please support our page on Patreon at patreon.com slash soul underscore therapy. This week was all about the team disc battle. And I must say, wow, like literally, that's the only word that I can describe this uh, this episode because this episode probably was the most entertaining disc battle that I have ever seen in terms of show me the money. You know, it's it was mm. so fierce, competitive, very creative, I must say. The things that they brought in, like the yeah. artists, wow. I mean, dude, oh my goodness. Like, it's not just one contestant, but there are so many other contestants that had a standout disc battles you know what i mean it was insane dude like to me the biggest disc battle performance was probably don mills versus huang ji sang like yeah that was insane dude mm-hmm. that was really hype as shit yeah 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 for sure it's it was like what the heck like it was um it was actually quite funny when uh, Hwang mm-hmm. Ji-sung actually brought in his, uh, Don Mills' 88 song. Yeah, they f- he flipped it and <laughs> fixed the lyrics. Like, that's originally a Don Mills song. That's actually one of Don Mills' most famous songs. Yeah. And he flipped the lyrics to kind of, you know, this in back front. And that was really smart. It was clever. It was. And I also liked how Don Mills brought in the the really classic oldie pop song from Kang Suji. Yeah. Dude. Oh my goodness. When I when I heard that, I was like, oh, so this is what Don Mills is going for. This is what he's trying to target Hang Ji Sang, the purple, his purple color, his obsession for purple. Mm-hmm. And I was just I kept watching it literally. I uh I just kept cracking up literally the whole time. I I didn't care who won or who lost. It was just an entertaining battle from start to finish. And wow. Um <laughs> It's so crazy how this season's uh this battle was just back and forth entertaining. Like yeah, there were like couple drive moments maybe with some of the you know this performances, but overall, I think for the most part everyone did their jobs. Everybody kind of um you know, picked their targets, you know, and they kind of like jabbed at him like kind of the right way and and I think one of the other performances was uh, North Face God versus Three Six Five Lid. Yeah, that was a very kind of you. You couldn't anticipate who will win, kind of the thing. Yeah, yeah. That was uh actually I would say that kind of was like the most heated one, heated uh, you know, this battle. It looked like Three Six Five Lit was actually pretty angry. Like he was like legit angry. I, I don't know yeah, what the reason was, but North Face God really kind of had that kind of very cheeky kind of um yeah yeah you wanted to smack him in the face kind of attitude which is great like that's what you're supposed to do here um mm-hmm. like and both of them like especially north face god kind of is made for that kind of competition because um you he, his rhyming style is very simple mm-hmm. right which yeah. means that the the words are delivered very bluntly. Everyone mm-hmm. can hear what he's saying, and it has a lot more impact. You know, 
Mm-hmm. This isn't like chopper rap. You need in, in battle rap. You need to make sure that your lines are delivered as punchily as possible. Kind of like mm-hmm. it has to be high impact. And North Face God's tone and flow is like it like made for that kind of thing. He really did a good job. He really did. It sucked that he he was eliminated, but I think for the most part, in terms of like the trap disc battle, those were those two were like the perfect contestants to pull that off. Yeah, definitely. Bro, you know what's you know what's even more funny? The fact that the word dong has become so popularized, you know, yeah, when it comes I don't know why. <laughs> like what is up with these artists using the word poo? Like dong like it's like literally embedded in every disc battle. Like I don't know why. It it that's the one thing I kinda didn't like. <laughs> Because like it's it, it's corny, like extremely corny. Yeah, it's like eh, like because no one in there actually had some kind of meme made out of you know revolving around taking a shit or something. So <laughs> it's like, eh, why are they doing this? I don't know. It it's like straight up like oh your paji smells like dong or something. I'm like what? Like I'm, what is there the could point be of- a link. Um, there could be a link where uh, a lot of rappers pull their pants down kind of shit yeah I maybe guess. that might be it but but I, I eh, it was corny that was the one thing i didn't like about this um overall i think it was uh with obviously the corny stuff i just said um it was a pretty it was a pretty entertaining kind of episode yeah. i think um i really liked what chiguin did and since did like Yo. that was a yeah i wow. preferably in these kinds of episodes i like it better when they don't bring out the you know um what do you call it um props and mm. just go in for a rap versus rap i that's kind of thing what i like the most but if they do it well there's nothing wrong with it um, and they mm-hmm. both did their jobs um and let's see what we have here the only thing I didn't like is, yeah, our real our real goat really messed messed up kind of bad. Oh yeah, that performance yeah. felt like bland. It, yeah, it was a forgettable performance, I'd say. Because he forgot his lyrics. Mm. Like, um, yeah. the other thing was Chuangyeol and Anna Delight because mm. yeah. there 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 weren't many bars in there. Like there weren't props either, and Anna Delight really didn't bring much to the table considering mm-hmm. he had a, he had all the beat switches and stuff but he just mm-hmm. isn't card for i think dissing someone um chugangil wasn't that bad bar wise but then again as i just said earlier his style is not exactly adept in battling someone mm-hmm. especially in a live setting right Agreed. it's not like people can listen to the song over and over again like this is a one-time chance and that's how you do it like you always have battle rappers if you if you if anyone is a fan of battle rap a little bit at least like if you see shit on youtube it's not about like being super technical or being fast it's about what kind of good lines you can deliver you know mm-hmm. and it wasn't that punchy so it was like eh all right but it wasn't terrible but it was like uh they needed they could have done better because the other people did it so well anyway um yeah the other things i liked were uh, i liked how kunta did it because um (laughs) yeah it was kind of a very smart diss if you think about it it's like basically saying like sokodomo to stop the gimmicks like Mm. all you need in art is like your voice is everything like that kind of subtle kind of neons to it Mm mm-hmm 
granted it's not it doesn't go hard but it was more mocking and i think sokudomo did the same thing about mm -hmm. like kunta being old and not being married and stuff like that yeah um jisang and don mills was a really great pairing i think they that both went so, for the so... similar approach Wow. Like they're but they're both really very kind of macho kind of rappers, yeah. like masculine type ra rappers, and they both did their jobs. Especially Huang Jisang, I, I yeah. think his style <laughs> really paid off here. Yeah. Um, basic and cocky. Um, yeah, that was eh, solid. It was all right. Um, I think it's a similar instance with Chu Guangyu and Anna Delight, but slightly better because they actually had some bars here and there. Yeah, it was decent. It was decent. Um. Yeah, at least Kaki didn't like, mess up. Yeah, exactly. Like that's all I want from him at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, six thirty three hundred sixty five lit North Face God. We already talked about it. Mm. Um, I really liked what Mud the student did. Oh my goodness, Mud and Tebber was eh, just all right. I think it wasn't. I'm that... sorry, but Mud the student destroyed Tebber. I'm yeah, so sorry. I mean, granted, <laughs> like Tebber isn't exactly a rapper's rapper yeah. anyway. For sure. Mud has more experience in this, and he really did an amazing job. Like the bars were there, the whole the exercise type thing is a very famous meme in Korea. Yeah, and um, something called table, which is kind of a exercise phenomenon here. Mm -hmm. Like Hell Syndrome and Taber and table have a similar kind of pronunciation. So that was that was that could it have worked. been corny, but it wasn't. It worked. It worked perfectly. Um. Since then, Jiguin, I already talked about it. Like, prop-wise, I think Jiguin was a bit better. Mm. But bar-wise, I think Sense was. Um, since mm. his lyrics have more impact. So it was like the intro, Jiguin's intro was better, but what he what they actually rapped about, I'll have to give it to Sense. Um, so I think all in all, things went better. I would I did prefer North Face God over 365 lit, but um, they both yeah, did an amazing job. Yeah, that's what I prefer so. too, yeah. And they did an amazing job, so it doesn't really matter that much. Um, personally, uh, Bio did a great job, though. Like, yeah. Aoyo go messed up, and Bio really capitalized on that opportunity. Like, he really lit, like went full on, you know? It was like, like a free free shot. Yeah, there were so many bars in it, too. Mm -hmm. um, about how, like, he uses homie type beats when he's home and stuff like that. Yeah. He wants to be... Because that's such a potent bar because it basically is dissing Ariel Go that his entire persona as a rapper is focused on another rapper mm. and that's not a that's not a good look when it comes to rap right being trying mm, to be yeah. so trying so hard to be someone else it's it's whack and I think Bill really kind of managed to do that mm -hmm. um to touch that sore spot um Bill really did a good job um I'm I'm satisfied with those results here. Um, a team, sh the team that should have won, actually won, so that's good. So you think Tonawa Yum should have beat? Uh, they deserved that win over uh Team T Tisla. I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have minded if anyone won in this matchup. Okay. Like no one like actually forgot their lyrics or something, right? Mm. And Facts. they all did their jobs. If I would have had a problem if Keiko and Koku's team won because yeah. Ariel Gold obviously made a very huge mistake. Mm -hmm. Like, dude is a very good dude. I don't think he's just cut out to diss anyone. Like, he may sound hard as fuck. And I think his hustle really is something to kind of aspire to, you know, um, learn from. But 
for sure. He's not that. He's not an actual gangster in life, so I mm-hmm. I can see what the, I can see like he's not made for this. Um, it's just that Bill did such a great job. Mike yeah. did such a great job, and Chiguin and, and Anna Delay wasn't that great, but like Mud and Bill really carried and. Since Ariel go make the mistake, it made Bio look that much greater. So mm-hmm. that's good. Um, Kunta and Sokodomo. I would say since yeah. actually carried the team for Team Coco. Like she carried yeah, she's the, the only person that won, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she literally um, carried that squad. Yeah, I think she's very seasoned. Like she's like 32 at this point. So I think she has a lot of more stage experience than a lot of her contemporaries mm. in the show, which gives her an advantage because it means she's less likely to forget lyrics and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like being a veteran on stage really pays off one way or the other and especially um, when it comes to younger 20 year olds and players in the game like they didn't have much experience to get on stage anyway because um because of the corona pandemic like for the last two years every kind of venue was shut down right right so people who burst into the scene and actually made some kind of cloud for themselves um, couldn't actually have real stage experience, not even the smaller ones. Mm. So a lot of the cases, what happens is their first stage is show me the money. Right. Which is an incredible amount of pressure. Like, for sure, yeah. You, you couldn't even... I'm not saying they couldn't. I'm just saying they didn't have the opportunity to. Like, they didn't have even a chance to barely like move the crowd of a hundred like how are you like supposed to move the crowd and make people listen to you when the shit is on live tv you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so uh, um being already a seasoned veteran when it comes to live performances and show me the money is an incredible advantage especially in this era Mm -hmm. because that the gap will be that big that's why like vmc affiliated artists are so great when it comes to live performances and not forgetting lyrics Mm-hmm. because they do this shit all the fucking time vmc is a more underground label which means they have to have as much live performances done as possible to break in the revenue and they do have a loyal fan base so it's better to do that you know mm-hmm. so um since was backed by vmc don mills was backed by vmc and it makes right. sense like especially don mills like you, you look at his like stage presence like it's unparalleled Mm. The dude is huge, but he really maximizes it, you know? Like, his gestures mm-hmm. and everything, like, he's just made for live performances. Like, the even the reason for him joining Show Me The Money was to perform once again, rather than for yeah. money and success. So, mm-hmm. that kind of being great live, I think, is a very important factor in the Korean hip-hop scene because mm-hmm. of how much, like, the culture depends on Show Me The Money. Yeah. Um, granted, uh... A slight trigger warning here. Uh, we do not have a crazy motherfuckers like Travis Scott, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that crazy motherfucker. What was thinking? Anyway, um, but definitely you need, you have to show, like, you have to keep in mind that most huge life performances in Korea happen under cameras. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to kind of naturalize your presence with the show you know like really Mm -hmm. sink it in and especially in these kinds of competitions where there's disc battles and stuff like that so be prepared i guess um no doubt uh, yeah dude for me don mills just i think he brought a new yeah look to show me the money 
because like you mm. said when he you know his mentality was more about the concerts you know like performing yeah. live i mm. think that really kind of shaped show me the money and to a certain extent the way you know the way the program is ran you know what i mean mm. like because art, artists are you know focused on money and rightfully so you know you should be because this is like your career but at the same time i think you should have fun with it and i think mm-hmm. yeah don mills epitomizes that he represents that idea of you know having fun but also being able to finally like perform in front of like in front of a camera because again we're, we're in this pandemic and so I, yeah um one of the one of my favorite and yet disturbing and yet a very ringing a resounding kind of quote is that um everyone has a mask you know mm. especially when it comes to entertainers and this the quote goes like this everyone has a mask that is geared towards others perception rather than themselves right mm-hmm when it comes to the world of entertainment, the best entertainers actually make this mask stick to the face. Mm-hmm. Like the mask becomes the face. Mm. Like your persona gets replaced by the mask is what I'm saying here. Yeah. You don't, you don't even remember your face anymore. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to entertainment, that is kind of what sells, I think. Right. You know what I mean? You become mm-hmm. the version of celebrity and fantasy that you have projected to the masses. And it's some really creepy shit if you think about it. Um, but at the same time, considering the profession of what it is to be an entertainer, mm-hmm. that shit is bound to sell more. That shit adds to the lore and character of yourself. No doubt. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I think Show Me the Money kind of forces the rapper to do that. Be it, I'm not saying like this is positive or negative. I'm just saying that's what this show requires, especially addition right. programs. So being so natural with the, a character that is forged, not born out of, is definitely an advantage that everyone can, you know, benefit from in a sense. Right. It's creepy but and disturbing, but that's what the show requires. And I think yeah. a lot of rappers who manage to do that on Show Me the Money kind of, you know, survive through that. Um, so that's my take. Um, you know, be as be the entertainer you project yourself to be is what I'm saying. If if you're a Show Me the Money contestant, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I totally agree, and I think. Again, this whole Show Me the Money program is a way to help these artists. And I just love the way Don Mills presented himself and yeah, the way his he became mentality his persona. was working. Yeah, and he so, became his persona, yeah. Exactly. And yeah, you know, you know, we hope that next week's episode is just as entertaining because next week is where all the, the songs are beginning to flow in. And so yeah, know, hopefully there's a lot of great performances. And so... Mm. Yeah, that's all the time we have for today. But please do comment and let us know who you think had the best this verse and performance. As usual, please subscribe to our podcast on all platforms and also follow our social media page at soul underscore therapy. Thank you guys so much and see you guys next time. Peace. Peace.